Well, praise the Lord indeed, this being the day that the Lord has made. And we will continue to rejoice and be glad in this day. We have come into this 4th of July weekend where together we are able to lift up our hearts and our voices and give thanks unto God who has kept us, who has kept us yet another day, another month, another time of coming together as we are in this room to worship Him in spirit and to worship Him in truth. There is always a word from God to the people of God. And today there is no exception to that. God is continuously speaking. He's speaking to you. He's speaking to me. He's speaking to all. And creation ought to respond to the voice of God. As a matter of fact, creation is responding to the voice of God. We see it in the, in the trees out there as they sway in the moving of the wind. We hear it in the birds and the crickets and the like. Every living creature making sounds of life because of the God who has given life. And he has given life to you and to me. And we are no exception. We too are worshiping him, lifting up our voices, clapping our hands as the Psalms does encourage us to do, to clap your hands, all ye people, and to use your voices and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Oh, how he's worthy of your praise and my praise. Much is going on in our world in this year, 2020. We are bombarded on every side with strange phenomenons, uh, such as we've seen with this uh, epidemic. And we've seen a shift and a change, uh, unlike what we have known before, not only in one locale, uh, but across the globe, uh, across the globe. And men are scratching their heads, as it were, seeking an answer, an answer to this pandemic. And God is speaking even in the midst of such confusion. In the midst of death and dying all around us, God is speaking. He who loves us continuously speaks to us, calling us out of darkness, calling us out of confusion into a rest that only can be given from God himself. It's the enemy of our souls who comes with chaos and confusion. And oftentimes when we experience confusion and chaos, we have this tendency of forgetting where we are and more so who we are. And today I like to use this topical message of liberty to put us in remembrance as to who we are, who you are, who am I in the light of all that is happening around about us as a nation as any nation, wherever you reside, it's important to be reminded as to who you are as a citizen of that nation, as a man or as a woman, young or older, who reside in that place where God has placed you. And you and I, as members of the body of Christ, we ought to be reminded as to who we are. It's easy for us in light of confusion to forget that, to forget that you and I have said yes to God. You and I have allowed our lives to be transformed by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Our names have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, as the Scriptures does, gives us insight to. And therefore we can say, as we ought to say, this world is not our home. We are only sojourning through it. But how we need to be reminded.
If we as the people of God residing on this planet earth in the various locations that God has placed us, if we are to be reminded to pray, to pray for the nation, to pray for the nation wherein we reside, to pray for the nations of the world, if we are going to be reminded to do so, we must not lose sight of who we are. Let's hear the word of God this afternoon. Coming from 1 Peter 2 and 9. 1 Peter 2 and 9 reminds us from the scriptures. But you, but I, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Wow. Indeed, that's a wow scripture for me. And I trust it is for you as well. It summed it up so aptly. Who you and I are now in God through Christ. We are a chosen people. And I'm encouraged that God sees us as a nation because God is a God who has a kingdom and has selected us, has called humanity to respond to his invitation so that all people can be a part of the kingdom of God. And yet we reside on planet earth, awaiting that glorious return of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Awaiting the sound of the trump that shall be heard when the dead in Christ shall rise up. And those who are alive in the earth at that time will be caught up together with those resurrected to me with the Lord, to be with the Lord for all eternity. This afternoon on this Glorious day, I put you in remembrance that you, that I, that we are a chosen people. We are royal priesthood. Yes, priesthood. You and I are called to be worshipers of God, priests of God, who lift up holy hands and lift up voices of praise and adoration to him. We are a holy nation. We are a people belonging to God. Somebody needs to be reminded of that this afternoon. That despite all that you may have been experiencing in the month of June and the months prior, all that you may be presently experiencing now that seems to be chaotic, God's word comes to remind you, my sister, to remind you, my brother, that you and I are people belonging to God. And the purpose that God has called us out and made us his own is so that you and me, so that together we may declare the praises of him who called us. We declare what? We declare the praises of him who called us. If we are in doubt of anything else, we ought not to be in doubt with regards to this. And that is God has called you and me to praise him. He has called you and me to declare the praises that is due unto his glorious name. But do remember from whence he has called us. He called us out of darkness. We are now in the light that God has made available to us through Christ. He called us out of a dark place into his marvelous light so that you and I may show forth the praises of him 
worship him who has called us and given us a name. Oh, bless his name, a name that he is well aware of. Before we were even formed in the womb, God knew us. You know, our parents may think that they just came up in our names. I would like to believe that God, who knew us before we were formed in the womb, he also knew the name by which you and I would be called. He knows you. He knows you by name. And he called you to be a part of his choir, to be a part of his people, to be a part of his nation, a nation of men and women belonging unto God. Who we are, we are a holy people belonging to God. And our righteousness is not that of our own. It is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. As the scriptures does remind us, we are now covered with the righteousness of Christ. He who loves us covers us with his righteousness. You and I, called of God, unto God, out of darkness, into his marvelous light, to declare the praises of him who has liberated us. Praise his wonderful name, who we are, a people of God. Yes, we are a people of God, therefore we are a people of liberty. And I, I noted how it somewhat parallels to any nation that you find yourself in today. You, a citizen of that nation, you are a woman or man of liberty within that nation. You have the ability to go out and to travel back in without any immigration issues because you belong to that nation. The liberty, the provisions of that nation is that of you, is that of yourself. You have a right to embrace all that that nation makes available. And as people of God, we are no different. God has called us and make available to each of us all that the Godhead has to offer to the redeemed ones. That's you and that's me. Yes, we are a people of liberty. Let us hear the word of God as it pertains to this. Isaiah in the Old Testament, the 61st chapter and the first verse, we find these words. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, to the poor, to the afflicted. He has sent me, oh glory to God, he has sent me to bind up and to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and the spiritual captives and to open the prisons and to open the eyes of those who are bound. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Way back in Isaiah in the Old Testament, the prophet of God proclaimed such words. And such words we saw even in the fulfillment of Messiah Jesus Christ the righteous. Such words we are seeing being fulfilled in the men and women of God who are called to mimic, to emulate the example of Jesus Christ. Such men of God and women of God who are called to experience the anointing of the Holy Spirit so that we can run with the confidence of God and proclaim this glorious gospel. Yes, we are a people of liberty because the Spirit of God 
has bestowed itself upon us, had showered itself upon us. Bless his wonderful name. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. And you know the difference between Isaiah Day, Old Testament, and this present age in which you and I reside is that the Holy Spirit is not only upon us, but the Holy Spirit tabernacles in us. He dwells in you. He dwells in me. Yes, in the Old Testament day before Messiah had come and had died and was buried and was no gloriously resurrected before the day of Pentecost had come where they tarried in the upper room until God bestowed upon them with cloven towns the blessed Holy Spirit. Yes, the Spirit of God in the Old Old Testament only came upon men and upon women for certain periods of time. But blessed be God in this age in which we live. He doesn't only come to give us a visitation. He comes to inhabit us. He wants to have a habitation in your heart, in my heart, in our lives. Oh, I'm excited about this because it's God's truth and it is truth of liberty for you and for me. Women and men of God. So you can declare with me this afternoon, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Come on, daughters and sons, you and I can declare this this afternoon. It's not your righteousness now. It's the righteousness of Christ that washes you and covers you. And the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord tabernacles in me, tabernacles in you. And the purpose for him being there, oh, glory to God. It is so that you and I, oh, bless his name, would be anointed and qualified to preach to to proclaim, to testify of his faithfulness, to testify what he's doing in your life, to testify what saith the word of God. Hallelujah. He has anointed you. He has qualified you and me so that you and I can now be proclaimers of his word. He has done it so we can be what? We can be proclaimers of his word. God wants us to be proclaimers of his word. We are the herald of good news. We herald forth, we shout forth the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if there ever a season where you may feel, my sisters and brothers, that nothing exciting is happening in your own life for you to proclaim, for you to testify of, may I remind you that this book, the scriptures, the Bible, that's the sacred text that you have a copy of. You can always break it open as you ought to be doing on a daily basis and tell somebody of what saith the word of God because the word of God is forever relevant and the Holy Spirit watches over God's word to bring it to fruition so when you and I would open our hearts and our mouths and proclaim the good news it is the spirit of God that hovers over his word to bring it to fruition so that it bears the fruit for which it was sent forth in purpose yes we ought to know who we are. We are a people of liberty because the Spirit of God has lavished itself upon our lives enabling us to be herald of good news. There are many in our land. There are many right where you are living, right where you reside, maybe in your home, in your community, in your school, in your place of work who are experienced the 
the onslaughts of the enemy who are poor, who are afflicted, who are brokenhearted. Oh, there are many all around us, my sisters and brothers. They are there. Oh, yes. And God has positioned us so that we can be his extension, his extended hands, his extended voice, so that we can speak a word that is timely for that one who is poor in spirit, broken in heart, afflicted, that one who is about giving up. But God has so positioned you today so that you can be a herald of good news, good tidings. That's what the gospel is. It's good tidings of great joy. Oh, someone need to be reminded that because Jesus lives, they can face every tomorrow because he lives. Our, oh, bless his name. I'm just excited this afternoon about the word of God and the privilege of being able to proclaim it in your presence so that together together we can run in the liberty wherein God has brought us to with this good news. Yes, my sisters and brothers, this day of the Lord, we are a people of liberty.